Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to talk about AEW's financial losses. AEW are making pitches for a top free agent wrestler. Tony Khan is considering vacating some titles. And a top star is making a huge difference for Raw's new TV deal. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Stay tuned after this first story. We have a very exciting (laughs) announcement to make, particularly for those of you who are going to WrestleMania 40. Now... Let's kick this one off by talking about AEW finances a little bit. And it's important to recognize that these are estimates, yes. right? Uh, which we always talk about. Like, you can't really talk about these things with, like, the utmost certainty because mm-hmm. AEW is not publicly traded, which means they don't have to release their accounts. But these estimates do come from Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, who is the foremost... Uh, reporter yes. on the business of professional wrestling out there uh, and therefore they, they have a bit more uh, credibility than Johnny Bunch of Numbers on yeah. Twitter. Me and Andy haven't added up what we think the merch sales might be, yeah. for example. I mean, you'll have mother effers on Twitter who'll be sitting there going, ah, oh, Chris Jericho's paid 20 million a year. Yes. They just make stuff up. But th- this is like solid stuff because it's Brandon. Shout Brandon, yeah, legend. Sensational. Uh, he estimates that in 2023, AW is going to incur a financial loss of $34 million. <sighs> Uh, now, this is despite the promotion generating more revenue than last year. Last year, first in estimates, they generated about $100 million in rev. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, up to about $154 million. So that's a very healthy increase. Makes sense, especially with the Wembley number. Wembley happened. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a big contributor. Um, nonetheless, uh, Brandon believes that AEW, if it doubles the value of its TV rights deal, and those are in, in play at the yeah, moment... Yeah. Um, it won't. Nece- it might not necessarily take AEW out of the red, but it would make it sustainable at the very least. Um, I guess you have to remember that the cans are richer than uh, the universe. Yes. Uh, and they, they could conceivably just plow money into this thing, I guess, uh, if they wanted to, but it would be a drain. Obviously. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I've got some more approximations here, Brandon, talking about how he thinks uh, that AEW have brought in around six to eight million in TV revenue in the US this year. Uh, their original deal was for forty-four million a year. So when you think of like the the increase they got for Collision, that yeah, that, that makes up. sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about nineteen point four million in ticket sales uh, and uh, thirty. Sorry, I've gotten all confused all <laughs> over the place. Uh, Sixty-eight million in TV deals. Blah ah. blah blah blah. On wrestler like contributions, talent contributions, he estimates around eighty-five million in salaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is based on the average in AEW, which is around four hundred and fifty k a year. Uh, if the average AEW wrestler, they have one hundred and eighty-eight wrestlers. Do the math, comes up. Yeah. Uh, so that's how you get to the thirty-four million dollar estimated loss. Uh, I've got 
I'll just read you a quote here from, from Brandon's thing regarding the TV deals because it's an important factor in all of this. Uh, ultimately, it probably comes down to whether or not Warner Brothers Discovery wants to continue to be in the wrestling business. AEW isn't a sustainable business unless it gets a sufficient media deal from WBD. Again, that means paying about $140 million per year for AEW through the late 2020s. And if they don't want to continue to be in the wrestling business, what do they program in AEW's current time slots that the conglomerate views uh, as a preferable strategic option. That answer is not clear. AEW's ratings are down uh, but not so low that it's clear that rerun sitcoms or movies are a better option. So Tony Khan actually said yesterday during the what on earth is it called? The final battle. Yeah, the RH call. Media call. Media call. I always get confused between scrums and press. Yeah. Month, whatever, whatever. It's the same thing. Uh, he said yesterday that he'd had more productive meetings with Warner and all of this stuff. All of this stuff. So yeah, some interesting things going on there for sure uh, always you can take this stuff uh, a lot more seriously than Johnny numbers on Twitter going hey W's uh, going out of business or whatever whatever uh, but yeah I, I mean look I have no idea about business no. uh, so there you go loss of 34 million estimated yeah exactly sure. I think this is one of those stories where I'm actually not going to speculate so much because there's going to be more than enough bad takes on social media about this about oh well the uh, ratings are down so they're going to get binned off telly tomorrow or uh, actually I've got a friend who told me that yeah they spent uh, 300 million on balloons so actually uh, it's completely incorrect I, I think everyone would would probably admit that yeah probably AEW's running at a loss right now but the TV deals which are all coming up next year uh, I think is going to swing the, uh, the the money in the right direction the pendulum and, yeah and I, I'm sure you know WBD may may decide may decide to go somewhere else for example but I think there will also be other channels queuing up to, to pick up AW because for all the really bad faith discussions about their ratings uh, online, they're still doing very well and would be an appealing prospect. Certainly on Wednesdays. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. Weekend shows a little bit more challenging, but Dynamite's numbers are very healthy. Um, obviously, they haven't grown uh, in the past year or so, uh, maybe the past couple of years. I'd have to go back. Uh, but yeah, they're in a healthy place. Sometimes. And just to quickly, my sources, uh, you know, I've got my little birds out there uh, telling me that to balance the books uh, in the final few shows of the year, AW are going to run a bake sale, so they'll be absolutely fine. Mindy's is out of the picture at this stage. <laughs> absolutely not. But let us know how you think AW should make money in the comments section below. But before we go any further, we have a very cool thing to share with all of you. Uh, on your screen right now, you will find a QR code. You want to scan that, you want to follow that link. Alternatively, you can click the link down in the comments section below. We have something very special for all of you guys in the works for WrestleMania weekend, specifically the 7th of April. Follow the link, follow the QR code right now, register your interest, drop your email address, you will be the very first to know when we have more news, which will be very, very soon. We are super excited oh, yeah. to share this with all of you. Uh, we cannot wait to put it all the way out there. Let's sign up now, register your interest, QR code, link. Mm, mysterious. Uh, right, let's move on and talk uh, about AEW pitching for a new free agent to join AEW. Uh, I'm talking, of course, of Dolph Ziggler. This report has come through from WrestlePurist. Uh, many people within AEW are pushing for AEW to sign him. Now pitches are apparently being made uh, to N uh, Nick Nemeth, as he's known now, yeah. of course, the former Dolph Ziggler. Okay. 
including uh, to see. including working as one of CJ Perry's managerial clients. No uh, apparent um, indication that negotiations have actually taken place yet. Um, but he will be free to negotiate from the 20th of December, having been released, of course, from WWE on the 21st of September. Um, so, yeah, while the former uh, uh, Ziggler is yet to agree terms, ideas have been thrown around, and it makes sense to go to go for someone like him and for someone like him to go to AEW. Interesting situation. Shout-outs to Wrestle Purists. They're yeah. coming through with the scoops recently. Um, yeah, team's doing great work across the board. Um, I am very mixed on this, right, mm. because... Dolph, obviously, right, if he was coming out of WWE, right, with a point to prove, you know, I've been undermined, this, that, I'm going to go and crush it. I, I, like, he's going to have, like, a Moxley-esque run where he feels he hasn't been done right by creative over the years, and a lot of people would support that yeah. idea for sure. Uh, he's going to come out, he's just going to start kicking ass. That'd be so sick. I really want to see that. I really want to see him prove a lot of people wrong and just have a killer run mm. somewhere, right? CJ Perry's managerial client. Yeah. It's not the kind of creative that gets my juices going. I'm not going to lie. Um, Did that's... his brother try and pitch for that and got his ass handed to him by Miro? <laughs> he he did, like, knocked yeah. on the door and got killed. He, he got squashed, uh, like not in a match or anything, but yeah. Uh, so like, if that's the kind of creative that's going around and obviously there's no guarantee that that would happen, uh, that doesn't really get me too excited no. about it. Uh, but look, he's going to wrestle in Puerto Rico in January. Uh, he's announced that. Uh, under his real name, um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he looks like outside of WWE. Yeah, he's fascinating. Yeah, because he's been there forever, so it's weird. But look, I I'm excited. I will give it a chance. Uh, and if they do pick him up, I want to see him do some killer stuff. Yeah, I, I really think he's a fascinating character. He did a great interview with a uh, friend of the channel, Chris Van Vliet, a while back. Shockingly, someone had a great interview with Chris Van Vliet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a lot. yeah, like you say, he's not going to come in and be a complete badass like John Moxley, but he also, I don't think necessarily should be no. just a client of the former Lana. So there's a balance to be struck there, but I, I really would love to be reminded what a phenomenal wrestler he is because, I mean, he bumps like a mate, he bumps like crazy. Yeah. But I also, yeah, wouldn't mind seeing him get a bit of a, a bit of a push because it's been a long overdue for him. He could be the real Hollywood hunk. Like mm. I, I like Ryan Nemeth's bit a lot, but you know. His, his, his latter run in uh, NXT I thought was a real reminder of this guy can go. He's really good. Yeah. He's really good. He's got a great look. He's a very good wrestler. He can talk. He's got the presence, everything, name, value. He is all set for a really good run. Um, he's got to get the creative right. Now, yeah. And uh, my sources are telling me his first opponent if he goes to AEW oh, will be... Who we got? Whoa. Either Whoa. or a triple threat. Uh, <laughs> what? Yuka Sakazaki. Or Juice Robinson. <laughs> okay, I mean, who's, he's very injured. Yeah, okay, well, moment, but... actually, not Juice, sorry. Yeah. What I meant to say instead of Juice Robinson was, of course, he's going to be coming in and challenging on his first night Bronson. There you go. Iron Savages. Why not? Yeah, love that. There you go. Who would you like to see uh, Nick Nemeth's <laughs> face? If you just go to AEW, let us know in the comments. Mm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Mm. Is it my turn? It is your turn. This is a weird video. Uh, right, what's next? Tony Khan is considering vacating the Ring of Honor tag team titles. No more, um, no more title vacations, Tony. I think this is the right choice. Okay. Let's just run through this one really quick. Just these, this specific title. Okay. I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. He said this during the media scrum yesterday for Final Battle. I'll read you the quote, but I will not do it in a voice. Uh, There's definitely something to look at when it comes to uh, vacating the titles, the Ring of Honor tag team titles. It's something that MJF said was very important to him and Cole, was to try and maintain the belts to when Cole gets back. Obviously, it's been a long road to recovery from a bad injury, uh, and then he just kind of puts them over and does his Tony stuff. Uh, But yeah, so he's thought about vacating these belts. Now, uh, Cole and MJF have held them since August when they beat Aussie Open at All In. Cole then got injured in September. Uh, since then, we've had uh, some complete trash. Uh, <laughs> it, the, the handicap match with the Righteous. That's just, quite just, a, just a terrible idea. Let's have one guy beat a tag team. Okay. Uh, and look, I really enjoy MGF, but that was garbage. Um, it's probably Tony's idea, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> He's the creative guy. Um, and then, he, of course, we had Samoa Joe stepping in uh, to face the guns, which is a better idea because it feeds into the world title program. But look, Adam Cole's going to be injured for like eight, nine months. Yeah. Get them off of him. I think it's one of those where I don't want to see any title vacations because I particularly didn't like the Samoa Joe one because it's like, oh, I'm dropping this TV title so I can go after the world title. That was bad. Well, hang on a second. The world champion's already an ROH champion as well, so what are we doing here? And it just really weakened what, well, not, not the run itself, but weakened the title that had been really built up on around Samoa Joe's waist. Uh, but they've got this tournament, so I suppose, you know, good things can come out of it. I think the problem is you've kind of booked yourself into a corner of 
So you've established that he can just defend it by himself or he can just defend it with a new partner. So now, to, I think if he'd have turned around and said, all right, I'm going to do it once. I'm going to have one title defense uh, in, in a handicap match. Maybe not against the Righteous because they were, you know, like a, a lesser tag team. Not, you know, the Righteous, I think, have just been completely undercut by that. It's yeah. like, oh, you lost a two-on-one match. Why should I ever take you seriously? Exactly. It's rubbish. But if it had just been two local competitors or whatever, and he defends it and he goes, right, I defended it in honour of Adam Cole, and now the right thing to do, because he's going to be out for a while, is he's vacating him. I think the amount has dragged on now, you're sort of complicating things. But yeah, yeah it is difficult because either he has to have a, a, a rotating cast of new partners or not defend them for eight months. You know what he should do is just lose. Or he, lose, yeah, but he, then he's the world champion. So, yeah. But then it's like, but he's facing two guys, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, have him, have him wrestle, I don't know, pick a tag team, FTR, uh, and lose in five minutes. It's credible. Exactly, and it, it would have been one of those ones where, I don't know, you know, but the guns are, I, I love the guns, but, like, if he'd just gone solo, instead of having Samojo, I know that wouldn't mess up the yeah. story somewhat, but if he'd lost them on the kickoff to that pay-per-view and you're like bloody hell he's lost there and he's going to defend the world title later on it might have added more intrigue in that yeah, Jay White match sure. rather than bollocks injury Adam Cole stepping in story. And been, it's all bad basically yeah, and they've been so inconsistent with it as well because at the last pay-per-view there was like hey Joe can be your tag team partner we can't clear Adam Cole but we can clear Adam Cole to wrestle in the main event apparently for the world title yeah what's going on what's going on sort it out sort it out Dynamite tonight looks amazing yes just in case you think we're being Swerve Mox tonight. Swerve Mox, Brody Andrade, uh, Riho Ruby, oh. a bunch of other cool stuff that I'm forgetting about. Uh, yes, it's good. Yes. Uh, finally, let's talk about CM Punk. It's been a whole uh, six minutes before we spoke about CM Punk. Um, and uh, yeah, his, his return to WWE has been felt in a multitude of places. We talked yesterday about his insane merch sales and the... Fingers crossed, return of ice cream bars. Uh, but now, apparently... We made the ice cream bar up. Yes. Up. We should just say... Willing it into existence. Uh, it may have affected WWE's media rights negotiations. This according to uh, Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer, Figure 4 Online. Uh, Meltzer tweeting, Things are changing greatly. Let's just say things changed greatly uh, with raw negotiations from a few weeks ago. Punk is a huge part of the selling point. You may remember uh, a few weeks back or a week or two ago, uh, we talked about Triple H not being at Raw. Bruce was uh, running the show and that was the bad one. Um, <laughs> because... Um, Triple H and Nick Khan were in LA doing media rights negotiations. And yeah, it's uh, about securing the rights deal for Raw going forward. The deal is believed to expire in October of 2024. Um, and we've we've seen before with uh, AW and, and WWBD, of course, that certain channels are like, we like the sound of CM Punk on this channel. Yeah, it's a pretty simple equation, isn't it? Man attracts ratings, TV <laughs> network thumbs up. Uh, look, you don't have to like him. Uh, and there are many reasons not to like CM Punk. Mm -hmm. I love him, personally. Me too. <laughs> uh, despite the bad stuff. The man's a draw. Yeah. The man is uh, an attention grabber. Uh, look at the merch report we covered yesterday. Look at this one here. Reading between the lines on Dave's report. And the lines are really easy to read. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly subtle. No. Uh, networks are going, oh my God, this guy rules. Uh, Numbers-wise, uh, we would like it. So... Sounds like the competition is intensified. Sounds like WWE's in a better position. Mm -hmm. Sounds like the networks are going nuts. Uh, it, it's great across the board. Yeah, the rating for Raw, for example, yes, was not great looking at it as a pure numbers perspective, but it was, I think, flat year on year. It was up against two big Monday Night Football games, and the demo, I don't really know a lot about this, I think was 
vastly better than, than last year. And I think, yeah, just putting Punk front and center on your TV show is going to attract a lot of attention from, from networks. But And if the demo is up, that's what matters the most. Exactly. So there we go. Right, let's move on to your uh, Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Robert Smith, who says, everyone thinks it's going to be CM Punk or Cody. I uh, love Robert Smith. To win the Rumble. He's figured it out. What if Gunther wins, challenges Seth, CM Punk versus Stone Cold, night one, <laughs> main event. Cody versus Roman, night two. Yeah, we've sort of forgotten about Gunther and all this in terms of a world title challenger. That booking is having your Mindy's cupcake and eating it, isn't oh, it? Oh, boy. Grief, yeah. I mean, that's a good way to get everything you want. <laughs> so, why the heck not? Um, I do think we need to get uh, at least one Seth Punk match at some point. Yeah. Uh, be it uh, before or after Mania. Maybe even do it at the Rumble uh, itself. Uh, but yeah, like I like this booking because I want Punk versus uh, Steve Austin, as mm-hmm. stupid as it is. Uh, and I want Gunther to get a world title shot and I want Cody Rhodes to finish the story because I'm greedy. I think I think you I would bet a lot of money on Punk or Cody winning the Rumble and Punk or Cody the one that doesn't win the Rumble winning the Chamber or win, working some way in the Chamber to get in the other world title match. Gunther I think you can just hold off we, we've said this on a number of occasions now like he can have his big loss for the IC title at Wrestlemania and recover on the road to Bash in Berlin and maybe you just dangle that carrot of like Phil, if you're good for an entire year, we'll give you Stone Cold at next year's WrestleMania. Ooh, very nice. I like it. Uh, right, next question today comes from uh, Sean Acklin, who says, to the funniest guys at Wild Culture Towers, thank you very much, uh, R-Truth is showing us just how funny he could have been this year if he didn't get hurt. Very glad to see him back, of course. Uh, that said, what is your favourite comedy act this year? I'm so sorry, but mine is the next Strong Kingdom. I like what I like. And that's very hey, you're allowed. We're all allowed to have different tastes. Yes. I really hate it when people, like, when you don't like or you do like someone and people insult you for it. That's whack behaviour. I wish the internet would stop doing that. It's never going to. But shout out to you, Sean, for the support over the mm-hmm. years. Uh, and just for representing what you like. I love it. Um, so... <laughs> Outrunners, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we put them over every week. Uh, they're they're ridiculously funny. Um, I wish it's not just like the '80s style, like over the top, like shouty promos and stuff. Uh, they're just legitimately hilarious. I can't take like, my eyes <laughs> off them. Like yeah. when there's a new promo that drops that you find on like Ring of Honor or whatever, we're all around Andy's desk straight away. But even if it's just like an entrance. Yeah. A quick entrance on Ring of Honor. I'm like, look what he's doing. Look what he's doing now. It's just like, they're legitimately clever as well. Like, the youngest man alive is absurd. Uh, sports gloss. Sports gloss. If you're the if you're anything like me and I know I am, that's it's just Incredible, amazing. yeah. And for like those of you who think that I'm just some grump who doesn't like goofy wrestling, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I love the Giant Panda and I love the blow-up doll matches over in Japan in Tokyo Joshi Pro and DDT. If you've never seen Andres a Giant Panda before, Google that panda yeah. right now. <laughs> it is just incredible. This person in like a 10-foot suit that's as wide as it is tall <laughs> trying to rest and also Every single blow-up doll match in history is incredible. I don't care if it's Chris Brooks or if it's Kenny Omega or whoever. It's funny every single time. Uh, I I love it. And the only regret I have is that it doesn't happen more often. Honorable mention to Timeless Tony Storm, the Alpha Academy and all of NXT. (laughs) (laughs) And also Ryback. Yes, that was actually, that might might be the funniest thing this year. The combo of him and True and Punk returning at Survivor <laughs> Series. Uh, final question today. Speaking of our truth, comes from Daniel Crawn. Thank you, Daniel, for your question. Greetings to the only real journalist in wrestling and his overpaid lackeys. 
sorry. <laughs> Should Brock's last run be tagging with our truth? <laughs> What? <laughs> I think he'd be up for that, you know? I mean, it would be really funny. Imagine, uh, like, the Judgment Day <laughs> defeat everyone. They shouldn't be the Green Brothers, but they defeat everyone. They're like, who's left? And Hard Truth comes out, and he's like, I'll challenge you. Like, ha, 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 who's your partner? Your brother comes out. <laughs> and they go, what's... All right, one night, uh, special night of Judgment Day, Damien Priest and Phil Byron have got the night off. J.D. McDonough and Dom, you're taking care of the tag titles. It's got to be easy defence. It's just an open challenge. I'm in. Guys, Brock's here. Do you remember when he threw a Dominic Mysterio at a wall? Yeah. Oh, your dad's just getting checked on that. Imagine the that. moves. Imagine the moves. Just Brock using our truth as a projectile oh. at people. Like, yeah. ah. I love banter, Brock. Yeah, me it too. It was a lot of fun. Bring him back. Bring, Bring him, him back. back. Oh, my God. Him coming to the ring at SummerSlam 2024 in a giant tractor and our truth <laughs> in a little kid's tractor next to him. I want this to happen. Brilliant Jeez booking, Daniel. Easy peeps, man. Right, uh, one final thing. RIP to the legend that is Captain Holt. <coughs> Awful news today. Tell the people that you love that you love them and check out this video. We'll see, see you, you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.